Hola, what's going on, y'all? Um, welcome to the Audible Podcast once again. It is the Sensei Vino slash Pushup Sensei, uh, and I just want to be—I want to be quick about this. I want to give you just kind of three quick tips for you to know uh, for how you can know that your wine is bad. Ding, ding, ding. So a lot of people. Uh, the the regular person on the street or whoever they store their wine in the same places that they store just about everything else. So you'll get a lot of people. Like I talked to some people today, they say they've had been they've been having these wines for eleven years. I say, oh yeah, sure. I mean, eleven years. That how how is it stored? Do you have a wine cellar? Do you have a you know if you have twenty bottles of wine, I'm gonna assume. That if you have 20 bottles of wine that you've been saving for 10 plus years, I'm going to assume that you kind of know how to store it. You store it in the fridge. You store it in a closet. Do you have a, a wine rack that you have in a nice little place? Do you have a wine cooler that you have in a nice little place? No. They had these wines on the mantelpiece, kind of decorated throughout the living room, throughout the kitchen, and throughout the whole house. Problem with that. Temperature. Number one problem with that. I stay in Texas. In Texas, during the summer, which is damn near nine months a year, it's pretty hot. Um, most people, when it's hot outside, about the first people with houses, I think people with houses and people apartments are extremely different when it comes to that because people with houses generally have a higher light bill. I would say they have a higher light bill just because there's so many different ways that your light bill can get higher. If it's hot in my house, in my apartment, I'm going to turn on the AC. I'm not airing out the windows. I'm not opening windows. I'm not saying open up the back door. I'm not doing any of that. The AC is coming on. A lot of people with actual houses, when they don't want to put the AC on because they don't want their damn light bill to be $478, they may leave a window open. Front door may be open. A lot of things are going on. It could be a party. And the front door is open. People are going from back and forth. The AC is obviously not on because people are going back and forth. It's pretty hot. It's humid. Um, and all of these things will negatively affect the wine. So these are some ways that you can A. Know what the hell you're doing and know how to store your wines. B. Make sure you're not drinking terrible wines. And C, make sure you're not drinking terrible wines and going to the hospital for alcohol poisoning all while losing 17 pounds in about a week. Number one, or A, color. When you open that wine up, you pour that wine into the glass, you're going to instantly see this very bland, mild, purple color that comes from that wine. It is not... It's not very evident. I think it's it's more of an air quotes expert way to kind of test it to try to see it is from the color. But I can look at certain I can look at any bad wine in a glass and I'm going to know it's bad. I'm going to look at the color and see that it's fading. I'm going to look at inside the glass like on top of the glass and maybe see different like film um from the wine. Uh, you may see like cork floating in the wine if it's bad enough. Uh, there's a lot of things you can see, but I think that's more of a, I don't think that's a, 
a very basic way, but it is definitely a way. Well, number two, or B, I think it's probably the most efficient way, and that's through smelling. You're going to smell a very, very rancid cardboard. Think of, think of, damn, how do I say it? I want to say eat a piece of cardboard. Think of how cardboard smells and think of how a raisin tastes. Now, you know, the mouth and the nose, it's all interconnected. Think about how cardboard smells. Cardboard box, anything like that. An empty cardboard box. A fresh, fresh cardboard. If you get it in from a package, UPS, anything like that. Fresh cardboard and think of how raisins taste. Combine those and that's what you're going to get out of the wine. And that's how you know it's bad. If that makes any sense to y'all. Uh, to me, it makes complete sense because that's the kind of way that I know. But cardboard, the smell of cardboard slash the taste of raisins. A lot of people, they say, oh, this wine is grapey or is raisiny. And that can go more toward like super sweet and concentrated wines like Mogan David or Manischewitz. And that's not a, a grapey or raisiny. That, those are not actual terms uh, those are kind of like i can't explain it terms so i'll just say this which is which is totally fine um i just want to get to the point where you don't have to say that this tastes this wine tastes grapey or raisiny um unless it's bad then it will taste raisiny but the smell of cardboard the taste of raisins it throws the wine completely off you'll instantly instantly taste it if you do the techniques that i gave you in a um a a previous podcast when you swish that wine in your mouth it's going to be so violently rancid that you'll instantly know that this is a bad idea and this is a terrible wine i should spit this out that's in my mouth i should pour this glass out and I should probably pour the rest of the wine out. If you want to cook with it, you do whatever you want. If you want to make a vinegar with it, you can do whatever you want. You can put some use to it if you want. I would say pour the shit out and just go get you a, a totally new bottle of wine. So, A, the color. B, the taste slash smell. For C, and C can be... C can be very tricky. I would say for C. If. Someone was to give you a bottle of wine. Right. And let's say the bottle is a little warm. And like Jesus Christ. Why is this bottle warm? First of all, warm bottle, hot bottle. Probably. You're probably going in the wrong direction. You're probably getting ready for some old fashioned alcohol. uh, Alcohol poisoning. Look for overfill now overfill can mean a couple things i wouldn't say overfill look for leakage through the full cap when you take the cap off and it's sticky because there's wine around the top of it or you go to open the wine and the cork is stiff like a damn brick almost or you go to open the wine and your cork is crumbly. Those are key ways to know that the wine that you're about to open it up just might be bad. 
It just might be. So, stay away from warm bottles. If the bottle is warm, it's a solid chance the bottle has been bad. It's been tainted. Look for leakage or kind of film around after you take the the fall cap on. I'm getting a visual. That's why I may be talking a little slow like I'm crazy. But I'm actually... I'm getting a visual of, you know, people taking a cork. I'm trying to describe it as, 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 I don't know, as visual. I don't know, as visual as I possibly can. But when you take that cork off, when you take that, that, that full top off, and there's, there, there's wine, there's sticky wine at the top of it, that's bad. When you try to put the cork screw inside the cork, and it is stiff as a damn board, or it's super crumbly, those are both terribly bad ways now i'm not going to say the wine is bad it could be leading it could be trending that way but it's a good chance that you're about to open up a bad bottle um and, and the reason why i tell people this is because over the years we get so many people who they think because a bottle of wine that it can last for 40 years corked that they think it could probably last for 40 years after after it's open. And that's very much not the case. Wine is not liquor. If you have a bottle of vodka, you want to keep it for 20 years, it's a good chance that thing is going to hold up 20 years. If you have a bottle of uh, Jack Daniels, you have a bottle of whiskey and you want to hold it, it's a good chance these things can open, even after you open it. I have a bottle of whiskey that's been in my cabinet for about seven years. And I've taken sips of it throughout seven years. And it tastes uh, shit, I would say it tastes better than what it did seven years ago. Um, wine is not that way. Like I said it before, wine, treat your wine like you treat your milk. You put your milk in. You don't put your milk on the, on the damn counter. You don't put your milk next to the wedding photos on the mantelpiece. You don't put your milk after you open it. You don't put it next to the damn bananas on top of the fridge. Don't treat your wine that way. You should treat your wine the exact same way. There's a lot of care that goes into wine. Wine is... The expiration date on wine after opening it, you might as well just count the damn minutes after you open a wine. Uh, it is it is gone. It is if unless you're talking tawny port, what you've opened will be gone within a week. It's just how the way it is. Uh, it will be a sudden incline, then decline in that wine. So I just want to just try to get you to just get you to the point to take care of the wine. And, and and just have it to where you're not drinking terrible, bad, and poisonous wine. So, we're going to go through this again. Just to make sure I was all the way clear. I can kind of ramble sometimes. But um, there's just so much in my head on what I want to say and how I want to say it. I can probably do like 800 episodes of this thing. Let's hope I get to 800 episodes of this thing. Number one, color of the wine. Look at it in your glass. If it looks this almost grimy purple, be suspicious. If you see film or leftover cork at the top of it, be suspicious. When you taste it and you swish it for the first glass, and if it is this cardboard slash raisiny type of taste to it, be very suspicious. When you are about to open it and the cork is either like stiff extremely stiff cokes on it stiff of course but like extremely stiff and just ridiculous where you can barely even get the corkscrew in it 
be wary if it has film like wine film like there was a leakage most likely it overheated and wine started to kind of push out of the cork it can't go everywhere so it kind of sits under the film um be aware of those things and i think that's it just three quick things uh on how to not consume terribly bad wine i've seen people who had alcohol poison from bad wine i'll tell you this right now it is not a fun sight for them it wasn't a fun sight for me seeing them before and after it's a pretty terrible thing uh i don't think it is it could be as bad as food poison it's probably lasts a little bit longer than food poison so those are some quick tips you can go through uh y'all have a great day and thank you for listening